1: The European Parliament has adopted the legal instruments to ratify the Marrakesh Treaty on access to reading material for the visually impaired. The treaty, adopted by the members of the World Intellectual Property Organisation in 2013 and effective since last year, has been the subject of controversy due to lobbying from publishers in the European Union, Member of Parliament in the European Union said in Strasbourg before the vote. EU Member States now have one year to implement the treaty. Here's MEP Max Anderson explaining the treaty and the work which took place to negotiate with publishers over copyright payments.
0: I have been working on the Marrakesh Treaty for three years since I was elected to European Parliament and tomorrow's vote will signal that we are nearing the end of a very long process that has sometimes been rocky. When we... As the European Union joins the Marrakesh Treaty, that will mean that the 285 million blind and visually impaired people in the world, they will get vastly improved access to books that they can read. It will also make it possible for the EU to join the already 30 countries in the world that have already ratified this treaty and started exchanging books. These are countries such as Mexico, Canada, India, Brazil, Argentina, so a lot of countries and the EU should have joined us a long time ago. So what is the Marrakesh Treaty? Well, it's an international WIPO treaty that removes the legal barriers in copyright law that prevents libraries and organizations for blind and visually impaired people, that keeps them from sending accessible copies of books across borders. Today, when you make a book into a format that blind people can read by, for example, reading it into a computer, that new copy is most often not permitted to be sent across a national border because of copyright law. And this is a major factor behind the fact that most visually impaired people in the world have very little access to books. Because when you make a copy in one country, you're not allowed to share it with other countries. The Marrakech Treaty removes those barriers and makes it possible to share books and thus it will create a vastly improved access to books for blind people all over the world. Why is this important? Well, most of the books that have been made accessible, they are in rich countries and most of the blind and visually impaired people they are in countries where they don't have the economic resources to make these books. So they don't have access to many books that they can read. So by doing this, it will not only make it better for blind people inside the European Union, which will be able to get books in other languages a lot faster. I know that in my country, Sweden, blind people very often have learned English in schools, they will be able to get English books a lot faster. That's good. But the real advantage is, in the poor countries in the world, where most people don't have access to books, but they will get it. It will make it easier for blind people to find a new favorite book. And most importantly, for students, in need of education material that they can read they will have a lot better opportunity to finish their education. Not everybody has been happy about this treaty. Parts of the publishing industry have been worried that they might lose money on this new copyright exemption that the Marrakesh Treaty creates. So they have been lobbied very hard. And there have been problems in the Council that has been unable to agree on how to proceed which has delayed the implementation and ratification of this treaty, but now we are here. As the Parliament's negotiator, I managed to secure a deal that delivered on the essential things in this implementation of the American Treaty, that is, removing the barriers that prevents libraries from sending books to other countries so that blind people can read them. And I've upon accepting this solution because we managed to secure a solution that would be easy to implement also for small libraries and uh, i'm quite satisfied with the outcome the european blind union has been a driving force behind the Marrakesh treaty and they have given me a lot of help in this process
1: That's MEP Max Anderson speaking just before the vote on the Marrakesh Treaty in Strasbourg. Now the European Blind Union is supportive of the treaty but it has issues with the so-called compensation payments to publishers. Here's Wolfgang Angermann, President of the EBU.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, blind and visually impaired people are absolutely happy with the legislation that will go into debate. We are happy that this legislation opens the door for swift EU ratification of the Marrakesh Treaty. Thanks to this legislation, cross-border exchange of copyrighted books will be legal without the permission of rights holders for non-profit uses to serve blind And visually impaired persons. However, at the same time, we deeply regret that this agreement allows EU member states to impose a so-called compensatory remuneration to be paid to rights holders, as we consider this in contradiction with the right to read objectives of the Marrakesh Treaty. Blind Readers have to deal with books in an inaccessible format, especially when we look at educational material where inaccessibility is still steadily increasing. Columnized layouts, graphs, pictures, animated balloons and all other means to attract optical attention until now cannot be made accessible to blind persons without extensive knowledge, fantasy and experience. There is no technical tool available to replace these indispensable human resources. It is the non-profit companies with their special services for blind consumers in the respective country that provide these skills. And let's not forget, the quality of our education decides about our quality of life. If people accept that basically it should be the publishers who take responsibility for the accessibility of their products. Then there is no room for anything but the regular price they can enforce on the market. Article 21 of the UN Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities states that accessible information must be made available without additional cost. Ladies and gentlemen, in the transposition of this EU legislation into member states legislation, we shall oppose any application of payment schemes. They are falsely called compensation schemes because there is no economic loss or damage to be compensated, and no one ever has shown any damage or disadvantage done to publishers or other copyright holders by accessible formatted works. We urge the European Parliament and Council to implement this legislation without new barriers and ratify the Marrakesh Treaty with no further delay.
1: Thank you very much. Speaking there is Wolfgang Angerman, the President of the European Blind Union. Now, with some reaction to the agreement, I'm joined by Fazili Hadi from RNIB. Uh, Fazili, obviously some, some sticking points here, but let's start off with uh, the good news that the uh, treaty itself has been ratified by the EU. Uh, good news for RNIB and blind and partially sighted people.
3: Fantastic news, and those listening to those clips reminded me what a major achievement RNIB and other organisations, the EBU, the World Blind Union, made to get a world treaty on copyright all those years ago in 2013. And we've waited a long time um, for this treaty to be ratified by various countries. Now it's been um, adopted by the EU at last, and another milestone's been passed, but we have more milestones, um, as we'll come on to, But I don't think anyone should underestimate what a fabulous achievement it is for braille and audio and other formats to be shared across the world for the benefit of blind and partially sighted people, particularly in the developing world where they have so little access to books. So, yeah, truly historic treaty.
1: As you say physically, the the ability then for countries like the UK or the US to share mm. publications with developing countries, improving education and, and really helping people's lives. You know, education can give people uh, the, the tool to get jobs, better education, mm. better lives. And, and also even for countries like the UK, it, it will open up more books from abroad. It will financially assist charities who would normally spend a great deal of money on on copyright issues to to make them accessible.
3: Definitely. I was really struck by what Wolfgang Angerman was saying about um, the cost to charities in making accessible textbooks, particularly for learners. All that thought that goes into how you describe diagrams, how you um, transcribe tables, Um, For every country to do the same book is just completely ridiculous. But for people to share that that work that's gone in one country and to be able to share it across the world, I think education and music uh, might be the fields where particularly um, those costs being shared across the world are really, really important. And then, as you say, there is a benefit for us in this country Um, We have many minority language speakers who live here, um, from Eastern Europe, from the Indian subcontinent, from other parts of the world. And actually, um, uh, our library services will be able to um, bring in some of those books to benefit readers in this country.
1: Now, the, the sticking point that, that seems to be cropping up here, which, again, Wolfgang uh, made a nod to there, I think that's something that, that you I be agree with, is this mm. compensation payment.
3: Mm. That's right. So we we absolutely agree with Wolfgang. There's no question that we should be paying compensation for publishers. In fact, we're doing something that you could argue they should be doing. So, really, I don't know, they maybe should be compensating us. But if you... I feel a bit optimistic... Optimistic. I don't know if I, I should be, but in the UK, um, we've had copyright legislation um, for a while now that exempts um, getting permission for um, books published in this country. So if I B publishes uh, something in audio or braille, um, we don't actually have to get permission from the publisher. We do, we do often talk to them about it, but no money changes hands. So... That leaves me with a little bit of optimism that we've already got a culture in the UK of not paying compensation. Obviously, um, sharing titles from abroad is a different provision, and we will have to talk to the government now about how we extend our own copyright laws to cover the Marrakesh Treaty. But as I say, um, at the moment, I I don't think the government would be pressing for compensation, but if they did, we would robustly oppose it.
1: And this is a, a, a treaty, the treaty itself has been passed by the EU, of which at the moment um, Britain is uh, a member. Um, yeah. You know, it's taken a while to get to this stage, and even to get the UK to, to look at the Marrakesh Treaty and ratify. Uh, so how do you think that that pressure can be applied to get things moving?
3: Well, to be fair to the government, um, they have been waiting for the EU to take this vote. And I think, as the EU parliamentarian said, it'll be now... Member countries, which we are still a member country, have one year to implement this in their own legislation. Um, So we'll be talking to the government about how that happens and how it can happen as quickly as possible. And um, obviously through the Brexit negotiations, we'll be looking for that right to be maintained through the negotiations, as we will do for many other rights that disabled people have via Europe.
1: But, But overall, good news
3: just fabulous news another really big milestone passed, and as um the MEP said 285 million blind blind and partially sighted people in the world one step nearer to them receiving accessible information which is um a human right really so we should all be really really proud of the part we've played to achieve that and Make, make that real now so we'll be working to make that real for people in the UK
1: And we'll continue to follow the story here on RNIB Connect Radio In the meantime to Fazili Hadi thank you for joining us
3: Thank you
0: For more downloads like these visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk/podcasts